Hello, welcome back you guys to another episode. How y'all doing? It's the first Sunday of May. Well, I mean, it's for me, it's the first Saturday, but when it releases, it's going to be the first Sunday. Is anybody else, like, really excited for May? I, I have this, like, feeling that May is my month. It's over for y'all bitches. I feel like it's, I don't know, I have just this gut feeling. I've, I have, like, such excitement for this month. Just a ginormous hope and expectations. I don't know. I get those weird feelings, like, at the beginning of every month. But I feel like this month, May, it's for me. I feel like it's going to be the end of, like, the hard stuff for me. And speaking of hard stuff, shout out to the people that just went through AP exams. I'm praying on y'all's steady recovery. Whether it was APUSH, APGov, AP economics, AP bio, Lang, whatever. I went into that test so fucking confident because I manipulated myself like that morning into thinking that I got this shit in the motherfucking bag. I didn't stress too much about this test, mainly for two reasons. One, I didn't want to stress myself out this week. I didn't want to become like very physically and mentally exhausted and two I thought to myself whatever score I get it's not gonna matter in two 20 30 years I'm not even planning on becoming a historian or having a career that's gonna go into or tie back to social sciences Did I try my best? You bet I did. Did I worry? No. And just a reminder for you all, whatever score you get, and this counts for any test that you take, AP or not, it doesn't define you. It doesn't accurately show how intelligent you are, nor how much you know about history or science or English, whatever the topic is. It doesn't calculate your kindness, emotional intelligence, loyalty, confidence, integrity. So don't let it negatively affect your happiness, which is what we're talking about today and achieving happiness. So I want to start by first popping the question. Are you happy? And I feel like when we are asked this question, it's never a straightforward answer. You always have to think about it for a while. Like, really, really think about it. You have to think about what about your current life. What happened this week? What happened yesterday? What happened today? Who was I with? And then feelings come in. Am I tired? Am I excited? Am I energized? And then when you take all those feelings and thoughts into consideration, you start to form your answer... And I think people's answer to this question, and these are the types of answers that are coming from people in their teens, early, mid-20s, it's, it's never a full confident yes. I don't think you ever get like, oh yeah, I'm so happy. It's really rare. Probably 
you'll get that answer probably from older people. But when we're coming from teens, early 20s, or mid-20s, maybe even late 20s, it's, I don't think it's ever a full confident yes. The answers that I usually given are like, probably, yeah, I like to think I'm happy. Like, you're, you're not fully confident in your answer. You're like, yeah, ish. Or you'll get like a kind of. Also, you'll probably like, maybe like a not really, kind of, kind of not. And then you also get like kind of a straightforward no. Like they'll think about it, put a frown on their face, and it's like, no, I'm not really happy. It's really rare to hear people that age to say that they're happy. And happiness is a lot more complex than we think. I think the idea of a happy life is a myth. A myth. I don't think there's... I don't think there's such thing as a happy life. Because I feel like it implies that humans are always happy. Humans inevitably will go through something. Whether it's trauma, a loss of a friend, a family member, heartbreak, struggle of self-identity, whatever it is. We go through a period where we aren't our best selves. Periods periods of sadness, depression, fatigue, exhaustion, loss of hope. But as humans, we always find the light at the end of the tunnel. That period usually ends and good things arise. So I won't call it a happy life. However, I do believe in a thing of, of a fulfilling life. And you're probably asking, what the fuck is the difference? Well, a happy life would signify a continuous feeling of happiness throughout your entire life. A fulfilling life is having those moments of happiness and going through those moments of struggle that eventually lead you to having a personal growth at the end of the tunnel. Which is very fulfilling. That's where you get that fulfilling life. And when going through those periods of grief and when you're in the moment where you feel like you hit rock bottom and most of us I believe most of us, whether or not you believe in the universe, God, gods, a higher power, you probably may find yourself, even if you don't usually do on a daily basis, find yourself starting to pray. Even if it's not directly to someone or something, we pray to ourselves in hope someone will or something will hear us. We ask for this period to be over. We ask for the struggle to be over. 
we ask for the hurting to stop and we ask for happiness. And I've been there. I think a handful of people can say they can relate going through that period of grief. And when I mean a, that period of grief, I don't mean a time where you were really sad. I'm talking about an event that kind of changes the trajectory of your life. That changes the way you think, changes your personality, morals, or something along those lines. And that's, I think that's the grief I'm talking about. And I've gone through that, and many others can say they've gone through. And I'm not going to go up here and speak on when I went through grief and what it was about. I don't want people to feel bad for me. I'm not going to do that. And two, I still have a personal life. Even with this podcast, I do say a good amount of things that happen in my life, even with my public Instagram account. But still, at the end of the day, I'm still a very, very private person and will continue to be. I just use some like life exam- uh, life events as examples. I only speak on topics that I think I have enough experience to talk on or talk about because I'm not going to use this and put myself on a pedestal and say shit like I'm a wise soul. Um, no, I, I'm still, still just a teenager. I'm, I haven't gone through that that much, but, and with like a topic of happiness, you would think that you should first live a lifetime before speaking on such thing. But I don't think there are age limits to having knowledge on past experiences. But there is probably a maturity, maturity, damn, maturity minimum. And so with happiness... And we were at that feeling of hitting rock bottom and asking for that happiness. After some thinking, I came to realization that happiness doesn't come to you. Happiness isn't just going to show up at your door. If you want happiness... You need to create your own happiness. Isn't It's not going to just come to you. And we've all heard the old saying, good things come to those who are patient. Well, not with happiness. Take like this example. Are you going to make money if you sit with your in your parents' basement every day watching TV? No. And money isn't always happiness. It can contribute, but it's not going to bring you happiness. So I want you to answer this question now with that example. Are you going to achieve happiness if you grieve all the time? No. And I'm not saying it's not okay to grieve. As humans, we need to grieve. It's actually healthy for us. Like crying releases toxins out of our body. And going through stages of grief makes us learn something 
or learn something about ourselves. What isn't okay is going through a continuous cycle of grief and wishing happiness when you're not doing anything to be happy. And the way I ended the last episode, I briefly said that I'm on my way to living a life that I'm happy in. But now thinking and writing and all these notes I've done and the way I've lived my life and the way who I'm with all the time and my attitude towards everything, I think I can now say I'm happy with my life. And the way I came to this conclusion is by looking at the habits I've created for myself and habits I've changed over time. And I want to share with you all these habits that I think can lead to create a long-term happiness. And long-term is better than a short-term boost of serotonin. So tips on those long-term happiness habits. So the first tip, and I've said it in many, many past episodes, and I say it all the time to my friends, and that's it. Do it for the plot. I always say that. Think as your life as this giant book. And you, of course, are the main character, whatever, you know. And as you live life, you're filling in the pages. And so let's pretend at the end of your life, you're going to go read this book. No one wants to read a boring book. No one wants to do that. You get bored, you get tired, you get yawn. So when you get crazy urges to do something fun, do it. Fill in the pages of your book with exciting things. Go on that road trip with your friends. Go ask for that cute person's number. Go skydiving. Go buy that hot outfit. And when you get that feeling of being scared or feeling shy, remember the embarrassment you're going to feel for like a minute isn't going to matter in 20 years or 30 years or 50 years. Would you rather go forward with your crazy plan, be embarrassed for like a second, laugh about it. And then now in the future, when you're like together with your family or friends, for like for a dinner or something, you finally have a funny or interesting story to tell everybody. Or would you rather kind of like just regret not doing it? Like the other day, <laughs> um, I was, I went out with my friends downtown and we passed this this um, restaurant, and I saw this <laughs> I saw this cute guy, and I wanted to ask for his number. And so we were on our way to get our frozen yogurt, and I'm kind of like contemplating. I'm like, I kind of want to get that guy's number. And so I was getting really really nervous though, and I was like, No, I don't want to do it. But I took a step back and then remembered, hey, if I go ask for his number, two things are going to happen. One, 
I will successfully get his number because he thought I was cute or something, right? Or two, he'll reject you, but now you're going to have a fun story to tell everybody, you know? It's a win-win. The only way I could have lost if I just didn't do it, you know? So (laughs) I did work up the nerve, and I went up to him and asked for his number, and I did get it. Simple as that. And so that's kind of has been like, that kind of has been my mindset recently. I do things to not regret them. I do things to not regret not doing them in the future. I don't want to be an adult and wish I did more when I was younger. So I, pro- I recommend doing the things you want to do. So you don't regret not doing them when you're older. And the second tip is don't let people's opinions affect you. And I know it's a lot harder to do than say. It's a lot easier to say than actually doing it. And it takes a while to fully not care what people's words say to you. Like. It's not, it's, it's, it takes a while. But let people's negative opinions and perceptions of you go in one ear and out the other. People are saying negative stuff either because they're jealous. Either are two reasons. They're jealous. Oh, they're so bored and miserable with their life. That when they see another person minding their own business, they need attention. Don't let someone's unhappy life ruin your chances of happiness. For example, look at successful people. Look at billionaires, CEOs, a lot of successful people. Would they be where they are? If they care about other people's opinions of them? No. Just like successful YouTubers. Do you think if they... They would have been famous... If they listened to the people at their school... Or the people that like... You're not going to get famous or... You're not going to go anywhere, you know? But guess what? They made it. And now those people are probably... DMing them like, oh my god, remember when we were besties? Come on. And where they are because they did everything because they just let everything negative about them go in one ear and out the other. So don't absorb their negative energy. Which goes to my third tip. Surround yourself with positive auras. Be around people that are positive, that lift you up, that are there for you, that are kind, that are loyal, honest. And not just to you, but people that they, like other people that they know and people that they don't know. Hateful and judgmental people are very draining. Their output of negative energy can attack your positive energy and cause you to feel drained. They focus on people that probably 
don't give a rat's ass about them. And something to bring up, there's a gigantic difference from being a person that knows their worth and is the shit. And then there's a person that brings themselves up by bringing others down. And these people think they're like like girl bossing by being bitches. And let me tell you, there's nothing attractive about being hateful. There's nothing cool about being hateful. And this all can be applied vice versa. Don't be a hateful person. If someone has never done any harm to you, don't wish or talk negatively about them. Let, let just people live, live their lives. Don't waste your energy in focusing on someone that's just living life. Don't let out all that negative energy. And I get it. Sometimes we need a rant. And there's a difference between talking shit on somebody and ranting about a person that is hurting you or hurting us. And we just need to let out some steam. And we've all done it. I know you probably listening are doing. I do it a lot too. And a good way by doing that is probably going to therapy. Letting out that steam in a session. Journaling is also a great form of ranting too. And if you're not like the writing type, ranting on voice memos, oh my god. 10 out of 10, 100% recommend. Personally, I'm more of a writing person. But if you just need... There's really no need to talk about someone so negatively. They Don't waste your energy. Don't talk shit. Don't look for drama or popularity. Popularity does not bring you happiness. Trust me. Surround yourself with positive energies. Because they hire your vibrations. And these ways you'll get that long-term happiness which creates that fulfilling life and everyone no matter who you are you're deserving of a fulfilling life that when you're older with gray hair and memory full of memories that you've made you can look back and say I had a good life it's not selfish to want happiness I think a lot of people or feel guilty, or feel like they're being selfish for wanting happiness. Happiness is for everyone. And I hope my tips can help you guys with that. And honestly, I could go on and on and on, because happiness is such an important thing to me. I kind of revolve my entire life. Every action I probably do, I'm like, is this going to bring me happiness? But I know all of you all have probably short attention spans. So I just want to say thank you for listening. And I hope y'all can find your path to happiness. And have a good rest of your day. Bye.